Sustaining Creativity podcast. I'm your host, Mari Riesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Erin Curran, podcast guest interview marketing expert. Please enjoy Erin Curran. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I'm here with Erin Curran. She is, um, let me get this right, a podcast guest interview marketing expert, a coach for female entrepreneurs, and a performing artist herself. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's nice to be, to join you today. I'm super excited to hear a little bit more about this very niche market that you support and to talk with you about creativity. But before we get there, if you wouldn't mind just letting our listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I'm Erin. I'm from Birmingham in the UK, but I live in London. Um, I have a degree in media and communications and I got into podcast guest marketing last year. So I pitch entrepreneurs and online service providers to be guests on podcasts so they can grow their audience and create a hype around their brand. So yeah, that's kind of what I do. I love it. How did you fall? Like, how did you get to this very specific guest podcast guest marketing yeah so well it starts from years ago um I've been listening to podcasts now for such a long time but I really started listening to them when I was going through difficult times years ago whether it was a breakup or a job struggle or whatever it was and I found that the guests on podcasts always inspired me and sort of like held my hand through whatever situation I was going through so I always gravitated towards podcast guests mm-hmm. and podcasts um, but last year I saw a job opportunity pop up and it was to be a podcast picture for an actress and entrepreneur and I'd never have heard of it before but I saw it and I just had this gut feeling to apply for the job because I was like well I've got a passion for podcasts and a degree in media and communication so let's do it and then I just fell in love with it and started a business out of it. Sing. To find a very unique job posting and (laughs) feeling that connection of like, oh, I could really do this. So, and then turn it into a business. Like, what was that change that doing it for someone else and then making your own business to which I imagine you now do it for several people? Yeah, so it was it was just sort of like a freelancer contract type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought to myself, oh, I, I wonder, you know, there's a range of people that I could help here. And I just want to li- be of service yeah. to people who I feel aligned with. So I thought I can bring on, you know, have monthly retainer clients and work with different people. So, yeah, that's how it started. Nice. I love hearing about jobs that we don't didn't know existed until now (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's so specific. It is so specific. But I mean, I never thought I'd be doing this from me being a girl who was probably having a breakdown in a car once thinking, oh my God, my life's so hard, listening to a podcast that's, you know, it's helping me get through it to think that actually this is what I'm going to be doing in the future is helping people to be guests on podcasts. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a full circle experience to have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know. I, love it. I love the finding something that you're really passionate about. And I imagine takes a fair amount of creativity to kind of craft how you present guests to podcasts and making sure that you have you've done the research to connect the specific guest to the specific podcast mm-hmm. how much time does it take I guess to like really hone in on the right podcast for the right guest like what's that process for you I mean it can it depends how much time you put into it so mm-hmm. I usually work sort of at least one day a week on each client um, Mm. and spend a full day going in and just pitching. So I feel like the right podcast, you just never know when it's going to fall into your lap though. It can be any time. But yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. And I love thinking about different angles to pitch people to as well just thinking different because I mean being in a podcast there's a lot of storytelling involved so do you know what part of their story would apply to the listener uh, listeners of this podcast so yeah yeah I mean you really have to know intimately the guest and weave their story into that podcast and how it will support and benefit that podcast and then the listeners so yeah. What a cool, cool experience. I love it. But we're here to talk about creativity. So yeah. I'm going to ask, what does it mean to you to be creative? So to me, to be creative means to allow your authenticity and expression to pour into whatever art it is that you're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just mentioned there about being creative in thinking of ways I'd pitch clients to podcasts and that kind of a thing but the other my other creative outlets are music and acting um so for me when it comes to music and acting it's all about tapping into my inner child I'm a huge fan of doing that and just kind of it, it brings this kind of magic doesn't it um, so to be creative is just to allow a sense of openness to arise and um just express how you feel and just it's just such a, a freedom type of feeling I love that. And I love that tapping into that inner child. Like, what's your earliest memory of being creative if you kind of tap into that inner child to access more adult creative experience and expression? (laughs) My earliest memory is a pretty funny one, actually. Like, I was around three, like, my mom's told me about this, and I vaguely remember it. (laughs) I (laughs) I was around three years old. And I remember having a toy xylophone that I got for Christmas Mm -hmm. and writing a song with it. And I made up a tune and there was words and it was something along the lines of there's a lady walking down the street. It was really random. It was about 15 seconds long. But I still have that vague memory. (laughs) So I always felt quite drawn to sound and music. I love it. And I love the kind of stream of consciousness lyrics of someone walking down the street and that, you know, kind of how that little, those little kid brains, our little kid brains work. How has kind of your childhood experience of creativity 
informed your adult expression of creativity? Mm, that's a really good question. I'd say probably because as a child, I just let my mind go anywhere and I'd like I loved improvising. So mm -hmm. I think that I've taken that with me into adulthood um, mm. in terms of getting creative and and I feel like you can't force creativity. You've just got to let it flow. And I try and get into that state of flow when I'm creating and just improvise and and see where it see where it takes me and follow my joy. So that's what I do. Oh, I love that. The improvisation, following joy. Do, do you think that those two pieces help you be a more effective podcast pitcher? guest picture <laughs> yeah I think they do to be fair because like I'm always thinking if one thing's not working if something's not quite fitting whether it's a pitch angle or whether it's you know I don't know I'm trying to think now um communications in some way I always think I'm very like solution orientated I always look for the solution so mm -hmm. I allow that improvisation and creativity to seep into the you know finding that solution yeah oh I love it I mean I think I, I love hearing how people's creative expression in childhood shows up in adulthood and how it continues to support creative experience and creative expression. Who, yeah. when you think about kind of inspiration in your life currently, who or what is inspiring you these days? Oh, do you know, I draw from so many sources of inspiration, so many. Um, but I really like, and I've been listening to his podcast as well for a while, Jay Shetty. I don't know if you've heard of Jay Shetty. Yeah, yeah I like his On Purpose podcast. I've been listening to that so long. Um, <laughs> but I always I always find that he, he has these quotes that yeah. I'm, I just resonate with. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I need to write that down on my phone. And I think one of them that really stood out for me was his rejection episode because and just, you know, talking about resilience and how to be resilient. And I loved his quote. I don't know if it's his or if he's taking it from somewhere mm -hmm. else, but I wrote it down anyway. It was rejection is redirection. So mm -hmm. it's about it's about reframing what rejection means. So I feel quite inspired by Jay Shetty in just so many ways. And that's just one way, because I think that everybody could do with a bit of that advice a bit of that just you know tweaking your perspective of a situation which could potentially get you down yeah absolutely I love I that's a great quote and you talking about resilience reminds me of like you know creativity is a way to foster resilience in our life and mm. that resilience is something we can learn like creativity it's not something that Every, you know, some people have and other people don't. We all have access yeah. to it. We just have to learn some skills. When you think of kind of resilience in your own life, how does creativity support resilience for you? Oh, I love that question as well. <laughs> for me, creativity supports resilience. So if I get rejected, whether, you know, maybe it's someone saying you, this person isn't a fit for the podcast or whatever it is I will get creative and think of different ways I can interpret it instead of assuming oh this is a bad thing so I'll get creative and think of all the possibilities you know why it might be rejected and learn not to take things personally mm -hmm. um 
but yeah I'd say probably just by allowing different thought thought patterns to open up instead of just assuming one so mm -hmm. it's getting creative just within the mind's eye but still a great way yeah oh what a fantastic like way to transform rejection that can be challenging hearing someone say no it's not a good fit and then taking that and reframing it to say you know it's not this person's fit but here's how it could be for someone else or mm. being able to yeah twist it someone was talking about creativity is just twisting an idea and yeah twisting an idea I love that that's great yeah I think it it sounds like a lot of what you're what you do in supporting clients but I imagine you know working with guests or your entrepreneurs or even you know friends or family in your own life that you come across people who may not think that they're creative how mm. would you support or how would you encourage others to find creativity in their life um oh I love that um I would probably say think just reflect it's kind of what I've been saying before but reflect back on how you tapped into creativity as a child think mm. about what that was was it did you like dancing as a kid did you like art as a kid and then as an adult think how can I bring that into my life now do I maybe want to just try an art class with a sense of nostalgia or mm -hmm. take a dance class and what lit me up back then that I can just get in touch with now and that can like light relight that spark um just in a slightly different way maybe so I think reflection is a huge thing and just write maybe even just writing down what it was that you know how you've been ever been creative in the past in any way and you'll then realize actually there are things that I'm good at and there are things that I'm really creative at mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you would like to revisit in your own life mm, well I would like to revisit I would say dance. Um, I, I, when I was a kid, I was an Irish dancer. I used to do competitions and it's something that like, it, there was, it was very physically demanding. There was a lot of work involved. Um, mm. And it's something that I would like to try again because there was a kind of thrill that came with it, you know, um, getting up and doing a jig and kind of thinking about, oh, what sequence is next and staying in time to the music. You get a bit of an adrenaline rush. So I think that as an adult, like I would really like to maybe take an Irish dancing class again oh, sometime. How <laughs> fun. Oh, my goodness. I used to sing with an Irish band. So that, I love that connection. <laughs> oh, how fun. I think it's so important to remember or to recall things that brought us joy and revisit them and how they can expand our experience and expression of creativity into adulthood. Mm. Are there any things that you encourage your clients to do to spark more creativity in their life? Um more creativity yes I would just um, encourage them to reflect through journaling mm -hmm. really through um I think that a lot there's a lot of sort of um, stream of consciousness that can come through with journaling in itself so if they're ever thinking about oh what story do I have I would encourage them to write down 
you know, maybe their biggest struggles in life, their biggest wins, um, their favorite experiences, what they've learned, just write everything down and then you'll find a story that you can tell and bring onto podcasts or bring onto interviews. So I'd say, again, it kind of goes back to reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think reflection is such a important aspect of storytelling, you know, getting your or getting clear on what your story is. And for people who may think that their story isn't impressive or that other people won't want to hear it, how do you respond to clients who show up with that? I would say, well, I did actually have a client who I've, I was coaching around this subject um, and she just thought that she didn't really have a story to tell or anything to add to, you know, being a guest on a podcast. Um, but I just told her, I said, look, there's going to be someone who's been through what you've been through in your exact situation who would find your story really, really interesting. Um, they, you know, they might not relate to like sort of quite a major person who's on a podcast, but they might relate to you because you're different and you stand out, I would just say that, yeah, I just kind of help them realize that they do have something to offer that some people might find interesting, regardless of whether they don't themselves, just because you can't see your own blind spots a lot of the time, you know, and it's only when someone points out and goes, oh, I like what you said there, you know, or I like that part of your story. And you're like, you really thought that was interesting. Um, So yeah, I just say, I just tell them people will find it interesting. Come on. (laughs) I find it. I love hearing people's stories. So Mm -hmm. there's always some way you can add value um, in a way that you just don't realize you do. Mm. Whether it's like, you know, I've had I've been talking to people, you know, coaching and telling them certain things. And they're like, oh, my God, like have aha moments. And I didn't even realize what I was saying was that valuable. (laughs) so you know you you can just bring value to people in ways you don't even realize yourself so don't ever doubt yourself that's what I would say yeah great reminders to not doubt yourself and yet we do often I know I I doubt myself sometimes and (laughs) yeah it when you have kind of the doubt in your own life how do you move through that for yourself Yeah, when I have doubt in my own life, I just take a minute first to kind of close my eyes and feel where is this doubt in my body? What is it saying? I try and get quite somatic with it um, and just kind of touch on that. Where is it? Why am I feeling this doubt? Get to the root of why. Um, And then, yeah, again, I would just journal, get it all out on paper. And then I would find the higher perspective. What other perspectives are there? Um, to, to, to lift me out of the doubt what you know I don't know what it would be but if it was something like I don't know I doubt that I'm good enough for instance I would find write a list of all the times I was good enough or all the times I was really happy with something that I achieved mm. and then reflect and then um, focus on them because where your focus goes your energy flows yeah oh I love that I love the the somatic piece the reflection, the journaling, the reframing, the reminding yourself of when you have been successful or you have achieved something. I think Mm. those are great, fairly simple tasks 
that people can easily try if they yeah. find themselves running into some doubt. Well, this has been such a treat to chat with you. I just have one last question. Yes. What does it feel like in your body to be creative? In my body to be creative, it feels like freedom. Mm. <laughs> How fantastic. That is wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. If people want to learn more about the services you provide, the things that you're up to, how could they go about doing that? Yeah, so um, I do done for you um, podcast interview booking and services and then I also coach people if they want to get themselves on podcasts to tell their stories um, whether you're an entrepreneur an online service provider or an author um, I can give you the tools and advice with how to get yourself how to pitch to podcasts and also how to prepare for them and to deal with mindset blocks so I deal with that as well um, but you can check out my website it's erincurran.uk and on Instagram my handle is at Erin Curran PR. Perfect. Well, I will put those in show notes so people have easy access to them. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been such a treat. Oh, me too. I've really enjoyed this interview. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com, for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.